0: Hello, friends. Hi. That was my best Dane Miller um, impression. Welcome to Fuck Buddies Presents Friends with Benefits at the Black Sheep Cocktail Bar. Who here has been to a live recording of Fuck Buddies before? Make some noise. I love that. Yes. Who's here for the first time? Oh, virgins. I'm into it. I really like, as an audience member, I really like keeping an eye on the first-timers because, you know, the first time one of the boys says, like, "blow job," everybody's so bashful, I'm like, oh my goodness. Then, as the show progresses, and then you have the part where you have to write in a question, they're like, how do I tell my priest I'm a cum-guzzling atheist? And it's completely (laughs) loosen up and get completely into it. So, you know, loosen up, have a good time. This is a sex and dating advice podcast. So we're going to talk about sex, we're going to talk about... Dating, we're gonna talk about pubes and politics, I don't know, all kinds of stuff. And speaking of loosening up, like there's a full bar there with a great cocktail list, so drink up. This is how we get loose and slippery and have a great old time. So my name's Kyle, I've been a friend of the pod for a long, long time. I've been watching these two grow and prosper and take over the world of podcasting, including winning awards, Canadian a podcast award, award winners we have here tonight so join me in welcoming one is from the emerald hills of ireland and the other one is from the dusty back streets of brampton dane miller and nile spain you're fuck buddies
1: Hello, friends. That was so abrupt. (laughs) My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niles Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations.
2: Simply put, we're a sex and dating advice podcast that answers questions that we either find online or from our wonderful listeners or later on the show from you lot. You'll notice a few cards, hopefully some pens. And you can write down your questions, and we'll pick them up at some point. We're going to do three 30-minute, shall we call them sets? Sets. Sets. Ooh, selling like musicians. Uh, uh, and we'll probably read them out at any point when we collect them. So in the breaks, we'll go around, throw them up if you want. We won't name and shame you. They um, are anonymous, yes. Yeah, unless you want to be. Yeah, well, yeah. if
1: there, there might be a point in time where we need clarification. If we say it out loud, they could be rhetorical questions. You don't have to answer us unless you're comfortable answering us. Mm-hmm. And if you open that door, we will walk through it. Yeah, and it'll probably just be you know,
2: whoops. You know what I mean? That's probably all we'll need is like a whoop, whoop. Maybe more clarification.
1: Who knows? Um, So you might have heard that during the the uh, pre-show we played "Hot in Here" by Nelly. Um, Well, we we got some stuff to talk about first. Okay. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. You're incredible. Um, If Um, you don't know who Kyle is, he has an excellent show called Wizard of Sauce on Gusto TV. Um, It's an incredible show. home chef. Home chef. Wonderful, incredible person. At home
2: chef Kyle on Instagram if you want to fucking get some good recipes, which is actually also dating advice because, you know, it it works. (laughs) Uh, On top of that, if you share tonight any pictures, videos, tag us at FCK Buddies Podcast, I believe. Tag Black Sheep. Uh, you will be entered in a prize to win shots
1: for your table. So we'll tally that up probably in the third act. But... And you have to tag both of us. If you don't tag both of us, yeah. not, you don't win anything, and we hate you.
2: And you'll see some nice themed food and drinks in front of you. And I think that's about it. So, Okay,
1: now we can get to Nelly. Um, hot in here. Can I get a round of applause if you think that the lyric is, she's got a hole in the basement. It's either
2: I got a friend with a hole in the basement, or I got a friend, I guess, with a pole? With a pole in the basement.
1: Who thinks it's pole? Okay, who thinks it's hole? No one? Well, this is gonna be an awkward bit. <laughs> so we both thought it was hole. Yeah, I thought it was hole, and I thought it meant a glory hole in the basement. Now, could you please tell everyone what you thought he meant? I thought it was a very derogatory term for a woman. You also thought it was a derogatory term specifically for the vagina. Yes. You thought that Nelly was saying, that, Hey, girl, I'd love to get in your hole in the basement. I've heard worse. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, I just, I was, I thought it was hole. Apparently, we're both wrong. You're all right. Um, the lyrics do say pole, but. Yeah, that's what they say. Nelly, Look, once again, wins. We've had M. Night Shyamalan on the podcast.
2: When we get Nelly on, we'll ask him. Yes. Um, should you guys, we just get to some questions? Yeah, you guys ready for a question? Let's do some yeah. questions. Woo! On a scale of one to spicy, what do you, you want to open with? Oh my God.
1: <laughs> People want the spice. People want the spice. It's like dune up in here.
2: <laughs> uh, we're going to start with cauliflower crystal. Okay. My 21-year-old female boyfriend, 26-year-old male, wet dreams are making our mornings a nightmare. I first want to clarify that I know wet dreams are not in his control. I don't blame him. I don't get upset at him. I know this is making him just as frustrated, if not more than me. He's been having wet dreams every week now, and it's beginning to take a toll on us. He's currently getting over a porn-slash-masturbation addiction he's been struggling with for years. Six months clean, so that may be the reason he's having more of these dreams. But they're frustrating because, well, it gets everywhere. We used to sleep naked together, then he had to start wearing boxers. But they weren't enough. Now it's shorts, and a week ago it even got through those. Now we have to wash our three large quilts and sheet so frequently, because he typically doesn't wake up afterwards and continues to roll around like a wrestler throughout (laughs) the night. It also sucks for me to roll over, grab him, and then have a mess on my hands, or worse, if we're cuddling, then directly on me. We have sex regularly, every other day if not every day. No one complains from him about that. What can we be doing differently? Should we be having more sex, experimenting more? Maybe thicker boxers? Sleeping on towels? A pad in his shorts? Only half-joking. He didn't used to have wet dreams frequently at all. We'd been together three years and used to be like one every six months maybe.
1: Call me crazy, I didn't realize that like adults had wet dreams. I thought that was a puberty thing. Because I, I don't think I, as an adult I've ever had a wet dream. But let me tell you, I'm gonna say this right off the bat, if this man's coming through three quilts... <laughs> There's no amount of boxers you're putting on him that's stopping that. Have you put three quilts on because of the
2: cum? Or were you previous to the cum a three-quilt person?
1: Yeah. That's a lot of quilts. Perhaps he's got an iron deficiency because he's so cold all the time that you need three quilts. I don't understand why anyone would ever sleep with three quilts, let alone have enough semen in their body to soak through that. Regularly. Regularly. Um... There's so much cum. It's so much cum. Um you guys asked for it. You said you wanted yeah, spicy yeah. and now we've hit our almost our quota for the word cum tonight. God no. Um first things first, my my uh, my go-to answer whenever someone says like is this normal? is go to a doctor. Um because I don't think that if again, if it is that much semen, I don't think that It it should be happening normally. I think there is something here. Either you might need to either see a a physical doctor or a therapist. Because if he's getting over an addiction. She needs a therapist. He needs a physical doctor. Why does she need a therapist? She's waking up to three fucking stiff quilts every day. That's fair. I mean, maybe just get a nanny or a a maid. Not a nanny. Don't. Sorry. That's the wrong word that I used there. I I will say
2: you're going to have to bring all three quilts unwashed to the doctor because he won't
1: believe you. Yeah.
2: It's like when you say you only drink five drinks a week and they kind of look at you. Yeah. He's like, i come through three quilts. He's going to be like, yeah, sure, dude. No, there's
1: no way you do, sir. And yeah. then you just fucking...
2: Crack them in you know, half. You know, just, <laughs> just split
1: them. Throw them on the, the floor so they can see it. Um, yeah. I, I like He's dealing with a, a, a porn addiction and a masturbation addiction. Um, great. But with any addiction you require the assistance of a mental health professional i think in order to do it correctly because mm-hmm. otherwise you're going to go online and you're going to google shit and then you're going to get advice from some tiktok person mm-hmm. who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about webmd will just say you're dying yeah webmd you have cancer regardless of what's happening masturbation porn addiction cancer because uh, that's the answer to everything when you look up anything on webmd um Yeah, I I would say look into a psychologist, because there's probably an underlying issue that's happening there. Um, And then also uh, have him visit his health practitioner to be like, hey, is this normal for me, a grown man, to produce this much semen while I'm unconscious?
2: Isn't there like a thing where if you eat like a bunch of celery or something, it's meant to make you come more?
1: Maybe that's all he eats. Yes, this man's diet is 100% celery. That's why he's so cold. I don't know There's if that's, no iron. I don't know if that's real, by the way, but I've heard it. Um, it, is a, it is a famous porn star. I think it's Peter North who was like famous for uh, cum shots. Mm-hmm. His thing was like, yeah, I eat a stock of celery before every scene. Is it this guy? Was his porn addiction doing porn and not watching it? Um, the dude is, it seems like, 26. So that would mean that when <laughs> Peter North was in his heyday, he was like 8. Well, so, hence the nanny. Getting back to the nanny.
2: No. Uh, Now, this one question really, like, one question, a sub-question, shall we say, really got me. Should we be experimenting more? With cum? I don't, like, what's (laughs) the fingerprint? No. Uh, It's obviously not, it's not like, oh, we're having a lot of sex, but it's not adventurous enough sex, so therefore my balls are just going to rebel all over everything.
1: Yeah, I don't think... It's not, how it works. not really how it works. It's not, there's no mental stimulation here that's going to uh, make him ejaculate more based on it. So, again, this isn't a question I can answer or I think we can answer, but I do think we can point you towards healthcare practitioners who, yeah. who can help. Or maybe thicker boxers. The man's coming through quilts. <laughs> boxers aren't helping. Um, I think we've certainly fixed that one. 100%. 100%. Um, <laughs> This is uh, from a throwaway account on Reddit. It's a 24-year-old male and a 23-year-old female. My girlfriend no longer believes in monogamy. My girlfriend recently received an injury at her workplace. She's been given compensation and a few months leave to, reco- to recover. So far, she's spent the days binge-watching TikTok and has begun to follow some creators with unorthodox views. It's us. She's recently come to the conclusion that monogamy is a construct of the patriarchy designed to limit women's sexual freedom. My girlfriend has also thrown ideas that marriage as an institution institution, is a form of slavery for women. Bear in mind that before this she kept pestering me to get engaged. I was quite confused by all this so I let her know that she can have an open relationship, it just won't be with me. To which she began laughing and claiming that my masculinity was threatened at the prospect of her being pleasured by someone else. I asked my mother about this and she suggested I reason with my girlfriend. (laughs) But my girlfriend literally has an answer for everything. She's become some kind of an expert in this strange philosophy. I don't want, our, I don't want my relationship to end. I just want my girlfriend, in her normal mind, back. Oh, geez, yes. That's, that's
2: a weird end, OK. Uh, there's a lot here, where if you don't want to be in a monogamous relationship, that's OK. That's fine. And I do appreciate that the guy in question here answered, I think, perfectly. Being like, if you want that, that's fine. I do not want that, so you could have that with someone else yeah. if you desire. Yeah. Her response sucks shit, but his, in her normal mind, also sucks shit,
1: so... It's a whole lot of shit-sucking going, of going shit on here. A lot of shit-sucking. Um, yeah, I, I think you make a, a very good point in the sense that um, I don't disagree with a lot of the points that she makes um, in the sense that if you if you look at... Marriage historically, it is an institution that was always used as women as currency. It's definitely evolved since then um, but I think we we no longer live in feudal like medieval times, and I don't think anyone's really getting a dowry these days. It might still be happening I'm not sure there's got to be somewhere someone there getting dowry somewhere um but it's it's weird to go so like if if he's to be believed go from being like, I want to get engaged, I want to get engaged, I want to get engaged, to being like, this is the worst possible, this is slavery. Yeah, it's a bit dramatic. Because I don't feel like, again, if you don't want to get married, don't get married. I'm all on board with that. I don't believe in the institution of marriage either, so I'm on board with everything she's saying. Um, But I feel like there might be something else going on. It's rare that you go from one perspective to an extreme... Of the opposite perspective. Well, like, getting injured, being out of work, being presumably
2: housebound, if not bedbound, if you're just doing nothing but TikTok, those are all really traumatic things. And I know, because I fucking shattered my ankle and basically had to do that for a while. Um, It sucks shit. So it's like trauma and boredom and dissatisfaction mixed with TikTok hammering shit into your brain can definitely change your views in a lot of dramatic ways. But, like the point is if you're with someone and they want something else the answer is yes you can have that but if I don't want it you can have that with somebody else yeah threatening someone's masculinity to like bully them into doing what you want when it's not what they want not great Um, yeah it's a weird like like, switcheroo gaslight move of being like yeah for sure Um, (laughs) and it's also just not not cool to shame people into doing things they don't want to do so the answer here is you guys gotta break up that's something she wants you gotta break up
1: yeah or have, like, sit down and have a conversation and be like, it. if they're willing to have a conversation, yes. which it doesn't seem to be that way, yeah. currently. And be like, hey, I, you know, here's where I stand. Here's where you stand. If this is what you want, as you said, like, if this is what you're looking for, then I am very happy to say goodbye. We'll part ways. Good luck. I hope you find what you're looking for. I hope you're happy. Uh, and then and then you move on. Yeah, for sure. So, but also, the
2: like, stay away from the crazy accusations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People can change their mind on shit. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's not on you to just yell that out. And again, it's, it's the same, the flip side of like, oh, your are fucking masculinity. It's and, not like,
1: cool. And monogamy isn't like, like polyamory and open relationships aren't like this weird foreign concept that like people have been doing this for fucking years, mm-hmm. centuries, decades, you know, forever long. Um, so like, just because you subscribe to monogamy doesn't make everyone else who doesn't, like, an outlier. Oh, for sure. I also think, like, these days it's never been more prevalent. So, like... So, I think you you need to do a little, like, self-reflection and work on yourself to be like, oh, okay, there are other forms of relationships that are out there, and just because one doesn't line up with what I want or how I feel, um, it doesn't make it a strange philosophy or, like, weird, bizarro world. Yeah. Like, that's not what you know, uh, non-monogamous relationships are, they are, you know, just a a different route to the same path of happiness and, and, you know, being with someone. So I think you just gotta, like, get over that as well. Yes, and
2: meet in a positive middle.
1: All right, this is a deleted user.
2: I, 22-year-old female, have been giving my fiance, 24-year-old male, hamburger helpful, sorry, hamburger helper for months, and he doesn't know. I've always loved cooking and baking, so I'm the one who cooks for my fiancé and I love to make things from scratch. When I make chicken noodle soup, I make the broth from scratch and I let it simmer for hours, make the noodles by hand, I make pie crust from scratch, sauce, I even dry my own herbs to make seasoning. My fiancé likes my cooking, but he's never been wowed by it. This would make me kind of sad in the beginning of us living together because it takes a long while to scratch cook all the time. About a year ago, my sister-in-law made this soup that tastes exactly like Hamburger Helper, As someone who was raised by a single dad who didn't know how to make it, I'm definitely seasoned in knowing what it tastes like. Well, my boyfriend loved the soup. I mean, I have never seen him react that way to anything I've cooked, not even his mom's cooking before. I decided if he likes Hamburger Helper, well, he'll get it. I decided to order a large variety pack from Amazon and start making it for him for dinner. We work opposite schedules, so I make myself something not Hamburger Helper. For dinner at 6, and then at 10, I make him Hamburger Helper before he gets home at 11. Ever since I started doing this, I've seen amazement in his eyes. He fucking loves that shit. He even takes the leftovers for for lunch at work. He doesn't get Hamburger Helper every night, but around three to four nights a week, and it's always his favorite meal. Everything was fine until now. I guess he's been telling his coworkers how amazing my scratch cooking is. He's been hyping me up, saying how amazing my food is and all this cute stuff. He told me yesterday, this has made two of them and their wives want to come over for dinner. He's invited them over, and he told me he wants me to make the one with the really swirly noodles, Cheesy Ranch Burger. He wants me to make Cheesy Ranch Burger Hamburger Helper for them. The thing is, if I do, they're all going to know it's not scratch cooking, or may even know it's actually just Hamburger Helper. I think the time has come to tell my fiance that the meals I make them, that he loves the most are just Hamburger Helper. I think you will find it funny, but I'm, so I'm not worried there. I just feel sad. Because I've spent years trying to make him something he loves, and the only thing he loves is something I made, is not something I made from my heart.
1: Aww. Aww. Who knew the hamburger helper question would get people? I mean, let's face it. You found out he likes something, and you started making it for him. That's still from your heart, right? If it's from, like, if if someone I knew loved craft dinner, and. And who doesn't? they wanted it yeah and you made it for them like just because you're not you know drying your own herbs and shit oh she she is yeah it doesn't mean that like you you aren't making someone something with love it's it's the intention it's like the, the old saying it's the thought that counts and I think of this like what does it matter I, I'm not bothered by this. Uh, like, if he, if you know he's gonna find it funny, like, as long as you haven't been like, oh yeah, no, I worked all day on this, and like tried to guilt him into thinking that you've been like slaving away in the kitchen for hours on this. I think there's nothing wrong with being like, yeah, it's hamburger <laughs> helper. <laughs> it comes in a box. It comes in a box.
2: See, I think that's boring, and I think she should have the people over anyway and just fucking do it and watch the panic in their eyes as they fight to not be like, is is this fucking Cool Ranch Hamburger Helper? Because no one could do that. You could not go to another person's home and be
1: like, hey, I know you made this from scratch. Is it Hamburger fucking Helper, though? Okay, but also, I couldn't tell you what the fuck Hamburger Helper tastes like.
2: Oh, uh, I, I don't know if I've ever had it, but I'm not from here, so... I mean, I've had I it. A pass.
1: I grew up in a lower middle class white family. I've definitely had <laughs> a fucking Hamburger Helper. Don't you worry about that. But like... I also haven't had it in years. So if someone sat me down a plate of Hamburger Helper, I'd be like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't immediately taste it and be like, you motherfucker. Where's the box? <laughs> Hi, flip the table <laughs> yeah, immediately. Like, I don't know if I'd be able to pin it out that quickly. Now, the, they're in chef, the, early the chef 20s is somebody heckling
2: else. Okay. us right All now. Right. Our second chef of the audience. <laughs> uh, they're in their early 20s though, dang, you
1: idiot. I never ate Hamburger Helper in my 20s. That was too fancy for my 20s. Whoa. Bad 20s. <laughs> um, how Maybe about... it wasn't something that was frozen that I couldn't put in the oven, and let's be real, a toaster oven, <laughs> for X amount of, the amount of time that I turned to turn that little dial, a little cranker, and leave it while I go and play video games until that little bad boy dinged, Fair. I wasn't eating it. Okay. Show of hands and... Oh, actually, no. That's, it's an audio
2: medium. Show of whoops. Would anybody here recognize Hamburger Helper by taste?
1: Not that many whoops. Not that many. Okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. It's like if we could bring a fair amount of people here home with us, I could make Hamburger Helper, and they would have no fucking idea. That's fair. Now, I think the funnest,
2: best way to do this is the third option, straight down the middle, where you make Hamburger Helper from scratch. Like you're on an episode of chopped i don't know if that's what they do on chopped i can only assume so you make a fancy version of it yeah that's you're testing your chef skills to the max but then he's gonna fucking hate it yeah he's gonna be like what Fresh sucks is this
1: homemade herbs (laughs) i fucking hate
2: this i just i i want to see what happens at this dinner party
1: yeah i mean i think i think you just make it what the problem is is this guy's running his mouth That's that's the problem. Is this guy has been saying shit. Yeah, snitches fucking get hamburger (laughs) helper. He loves it. At the end of the day, it's fine. I think you should tell him because I think this is one of those situations where the longer it goes, the The worse worse it's gonna get. Because you're gonna let it fester, and like the more he keeps thinking this is like a lie by omission is still a lie. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's still such a white lie. It's such a harmless lie. But I think eventually. There's going to be a moment where he's going to be like, oh, wait, you've been lying to me for five years about what you've been yeah. doing? Also, like, embarrassing someone in front of their
2: coworkers. Very different beast to just, I didn't tell you.
1: hmm Yeah. So tell him before the dinner, and I think there's no harm in Just make these people fucking hamburger helper, because at the very <laughs> least, it's funny.
0: It and is if, funny. And if
1: you're not trying to make yourself laugh, what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Uh, I think this is our last question before we'll take a break. So if, you, uh, if you're thinking about questions, get writing, and we'll be around to, to collect them for the second part. Uh, this is from Empty Head. I'm a plus-size woman, and I hate how I look from behind in doggy style. I'm a medium-fat 21-year-old woman, and fucking hate how I look naked in doggy style. I've always been a fan of the position, as it hits all the right spots, but recently, a guy I've been talking to asked me for a photo, naked, in this position, and I was mortified by what I saw when I looked back at the photos. I've got a belly and a fupa, and it all visibly hangs, and you can barely see my pussy in the photo. I feel like complete shit, and I've never felt so insecure about my life. Thinking back at all those times I've been in the position knowing that's what they saw. I don't know what I'm trying to achieve by writing this, Or if I'll even hit submit. I love this position so much and knowing how I look from behind has me never wanting to do that again. What gets me is that I'm not even that fat. I'm 5'11 and weigh 100 kilograms and feel as though I could pass for lighter. And yet, I look so unbelievably horrendous in this position.
2: We all are our worst critics and cannot accurately judge how we look about things. And unfortunately, the thing about being self-conscious is nothing I'm going to say here, even if you knew me. Which you presumably don't because i don't know who sent this question in, isn't really going to help it but i like to think that even like tiny little cracks in the wall of self-esteem issues eventually build up to something but like if this is your favorite position and you have done it presumably multiple times you have done it with multiple people they clearly do not mind
1: yeah i mean that's the thing someone's asked you for a photo of a very specific thing they probably have a fairly good idea like yeah. even if they've never seen you naked before well didn't it say someone she was sleeping with someone they've been talking to oh okay, okay. so i don't know their their status of whether or not they've hooked up or if you, if they've seen each other naked or not mm-hmm. but like i could probably look at most people and be like I could get a, a decent idea of what you look naked. Oh, yeah, it's not exactly a surprise. And I wouldn't ask someone for a naked photo if I thought that photo wasn't gonna be nice. Of course not. Right? So chances are, if this guy's asking you for a sexy photo, he thinks you're sexy and would like to see it. Mm-hmm. Also, like, let's be fair, a lot
2: goes into photography, right? If you're just fucking taking pictures and it's like an accurate representation of shit, there wouldn't be photographers, you know what I mean? It's true. Like, lighting, angles, all these things. I fucking hate taking pictures in general. But, like, when we go... Like, we've had a weird amount of photo shoots in the last six weeks. Too many. Too many. Um, And I'm like, oh, that's a good photo. What the fuck? And it's like, maybe they just edited it.
1: Maybe they changed me. I don't know. But it's great. Yeah, and look... I know you've probably put that bad boy on a self-timer and, like, run across the room Mm -hmm. and, like, thrown yourself into Doggy. So you're not exactly, like, setting yourself up for success in this sort of situation. And if you're trying to do that, guys, the best thing to do is to record a video and then screenshot. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. Dana's taken a lot of pictures of
2: himself and Doggy. self So many. And it's just for me. It's just for him. Got a whole Google Drive full of them. So you're always gonna be your worst critic. You probably don't have the applicable skills. It's a weird angle to take a flattering photo from in general, I think. Like
1: that's the to thing. nail it. Also, not, like I don't know how you think doggy style happens, but we're we're bird's eye. Oh yeah, we don't right? fucking see shit. We we're see your back. We're looking down. Yeah. And that's flattering. I don't think I've ever really approached a whole lot of women like eye level going in. Yeah, like, right? here. like that's not exactly how I make my. Uh, if you engage snake my protocol descent. and fucking wiggle across the
2: bed, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> which no. So you need to take these things into account. That's it.
1: So yeah, yes. if, if you want, if you want some, I, I used to work in film. I know a thing or two about angles. Dame we'll take your no higher angle. Get it up high. Don't shoot it down the barrel, <laughs> the hole in the basement, if you will. Don't do that. <laughs> Uh, get it up a little higher they want to see curves I don't think anyone really wants to see sort of like a flat plane The yeah the the front the, the back of it mm-hmm. you know like get a high angle shoot down record videos so you can like get in position get comfortable get sexy uh, and you can like move around you have to keep like getting up and like setting your timer and like fucking diving into position you're good take a couple pictures and if you don't like them there's no harm in being like I would rather you see this in person yeah, that's a Right? That's Open good. that door. Let them walk through it. Send them photos you do feel sexy in. Yeah. And be like, that's my favorite position. And if you want to see it, you're going to have to earn it.
2: I don't know why I keep sounding like there's a snake over the speaker. I've released way.
1: crickets into the room. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps happening. And they're going to come for all of you. Damn. Um, we're gonna get an exterminator to get these crickets out of here Uh, we're gonna take a quick break Uh, this is an excellent time to go to the bathroom have a smoke order a drink have some food Um, we'll we'll do a little wander just in case you got questions yet
2: but you still got one more break
1: and also uh, think about taking a picture remember uh, tag us FCK Buddies Podcast on Instagram and Black Sheep TO for the bar and if you tag both of them uh, you have a chance to win some shots for your table hell yeah we'll see you in a bit All right. back i hope you had a chance to pee smoke eat drink get some hamburger helper come in a quilt come in a quilt uh we have a, a novel's worth of questions that y'all gave us the longest we've like we've been pretty good for questions the
2: last few live shows these are definitely the longest ones we've gotten
0: we're Apart from steal
2: them and publish them and make a lot of money books. in a book. Fucking Kindle Unlimited, here we come. Gotcha. I will start with our shortest one though. And it is fuck Mary Kill Barbie
1: Princess Peach Katniss Everdeen. Okay. Um I think I'd hmm. I think I'd fuck Barbie. Mary Katniss kill Peach. God damn it, that's my answer too. Sorry. Not there you go that's that Um, I'm a 29 year old female whose best friend is a guy he's always been a total sweetheart but not much luck in the dating department his attitude recently changed after he attended a few pickup artist meetings boo oh fuck he started becoming overly macho cocky and just a straight up dick as a lot of pickup artists are ironically I was starting to have a crush on him before this behavior change the crickets they're back I've tried to tell him that pickup artists are trash and that he won't get a girl that way He was, of course, defensive and told me I should just be happy for him. I'm afraid of he's being brainwashed and losing his sense of self. Help! How do I help my best friend see the trashy road he's going down? Or do I just cut him off? That sucks. That sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, Luckily, there's a podcast
2: we know of that's uh, pretty positive with regards to masculinity. And it is, in fact, this one. And there's a card in your table. So pick that up. Uh, No, this fucking sucks shit. I think... Telling him that more often is a good start because, you know, you can... There's, like, a danger where you get into something you kind of, like, half say it or have a conversation. They just brush it off. And you're like, well, we had the chat. But then you could be like, no, we need to have the chat with at least two capitals in there. Probably the T and the C. And then you go, like, hey, you're actually being so shit that not only do I think other women will not like you, but I, as a friend no longer like you.
1: Yeah. I, the the one thing that I feel like pickup artists miss is the, the reason that men fall into pickup artistry and, like, gravitate towards people like Andrew Tate and, like, all those things is because uh, it, it's kind of twofold. One, uh, men don't have a whole lot of positive uh, role models or positive influence uh, mm-hmm. in media, right? Like, all we're ever really told growing up is that, like, you know, boys don't cry. Be tough. Be stoic. Be have big muscles. Have big muscles. Make a lot of money, and then you get attractive women, yes. right? Like, there's there's no focus on finding someone you care about. There's no focus about being emotionally intelligent and stable. There's no coping mechanisms that we're taught. You know what I mean? It's like there's literally a saying that nice guys finish last. Yeah. So it's like all throughout our whole sort of like. Formative years, we're sort of browbeaten over the head repeatedly that, like, we don't get to feel anything and be tough and be strong, and and that's that's sort of like what makes a man. And then we become adults, and nobody wants that, yeah. Like, men don't want it, like, we don't want to be that way. No, women aren't interested in men who are that way, nope. and then so you you spiral a little bit, and then you you look for people who, like, Either are able to teach you or support you. And it's far easier for some dude like Andrew Tate to sit smoking a cigar and be like, it's everyone else's fault, Mm -hmm. not yours. They're the problem, not you. Yeah. And it's easier to be like, yes, that's it. Sure. Also, like, the
2: solution isn't easy. But they present it as if it is because pickup artistry is,
1: do these three things. Yeah. Here's the simple steps to get women. All you got to do is push them into a corner and you know, say things about their shoes. Yeah, exactly. Nice shoes, idiot. Yeah. So
2: the fact is real life isn't clean and they spin this fantasy where it is. And oh, it's...
1: Sorry, sorry. Every woman in this room just DM'd me when I said that. Sorry. I was just <laughs> kidding. I was kidding.
2: Uh, yeah. So... I think it's it's the fantasy of like life is hard and then the fantasy of, oh, I can make it easy. Here's an easy solution. Yeah. yeah
1: it's just you follow these really gross steps. Yeah. And oh, shit, they're not working. I guess it's women's fault. I think what you need to do is you need to go on a deep dive on Twitter and find the post that the Eaton Center made about (laughs) the pickup artists that one year where they were like, we're aware that there are multiple pickup artists standing outside of Forever 21. Uh, We've asked them to leave and we're currently asking all women to divert their course and be like, this, a mole tweeted about you. You are so gross that a mole had to tell people to avoid you. Yeah. Like you were a fucking
2: fallen tree or something.
1: Yeah. You were a downed electrical line. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but even then, like recently, we fucking covered it a few episodes ago with the Reddit post being like, hey, avoid Eaton Center. There's a like pickup artist fucking convention.
1: It's bad. The thing is, you need to like. I would, I would approach this. And this is, honestly, this is one of the big reasons why we started this. We Originally, one of the ideas we were tossing around for a name uh, before we decided on Fuck Buddies was Pickup Smartest because we thought it would be a way to like, lure in shitty pickup artists and then we would just yell at them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I don't think that's the way to do it, right? Like No one reacts. People react better to honey than vinegar. Well, the thing is we still lure them in. They just think we're a
2: brothel. And I wish I was joking, but the amount of messages we get being like, fuck buddies, you guys will send me a woman, right? And we're like, buddy, listen to a woman. Blonde, episode.
1: Texas. <laughs> Thanks. No, and I, that's And I'm, not I'm what we serious. Do. That's happened like 20 times. Um, so I think you do need to sort of like sit down and just like go on a night out with them and be like, yeah, man, I'll wingman you. And then just let them fall flat on their face every fucking time. Because anyone who... Bring them to the Eaton Center and
2: make the Eaton Center tweet about them.
1: Yeah, do it. Yeah, bring them to the Eaton Center and just be like, fucking Sarge right now, coward. Do it. Stand outside of Forever 21 and approach every fucking woman here and then come back and tell me how it goes. And just, you know what I mean? It's like when your dad catches you smoking and they're like, cool, you're going to smoke an entire every, pack of fucking cigarettes. Fucking one. You're going to do it. And I think that would be a great way to be like, hey, this fucking sucks. So much shit. If you were just like, I'm going to sit at the fountain right here, I'm going to get my Starbucks, and every woman that you find attractive, you're going to go over and you're going to use your cool, cool pickup lines, and when it fails, you're going to come back and tell me, hey, they hated me. And we're going to do this for an hour, and tell me that this is a good idea. Tell me that this is the way to do it. And if you still believe at the end of this hour that you're not the problem, then we're done. Like, I'm not going to be your friend anymore.
2: Yeah. I think you just got to lay down the law. And the thing is... On the and then make book, him smoke a pack of cigarettes. You got to make him smoke the entire pack right there. The good thing is, one of the ways to do this is to refuse to be his friend anymore if he continues. And he's made it easy because he sucks so much you don't want to be his friend. So, it's easy to be like, hey, if you continue to be this way, I don't want to be your friend because you fucking suck. Yeah. I mean, And then follow yeah. through on that threat, mainly for your sake, but in the hopes that also that will get through to them but you know there's there's no point hanging on to someone who's a lost cause
1: after a certain point so and if you've had a crush on him, I, like, I don't want to leverage that too much. Because if, if you're not sure, I don't want you to be like, hey, you know, before you start, like, I was actually kind of vibing with you until you started doing this. And this has yeah. actually really turned me off of you. Because if you're not too sure, then I feel like that's just, He's that's like, the oh, final okay. shove. I'll change. Amazing. Let's date. And you're like, oh, you've ruined it, though. Right? Like, I feel like that's going to be the final shove into, like, incel territory of being like, Oh she you know she said she liked me and then when i when i changed and became like a false when version of myself when i threw out my 3 Andrew Tate quilts yeah covered in cum <laughs> it's just, just so, cum. so soaked through <laughs>
2: my very stiff Andrew Tate quilts
1: yeah so
2: I, maybe you don't go i i was like flirting with that idea in my head, but I don't think it's the way to go.
1: No, I think you have to leave that out until he makes his decision. It's got to be something he decides on his own. If he's doing it for the sake of you in hopes of like just yeah. fucking you, because like if he's gone down the path of like oh, women are just sort of like a puzzle I need to solve in order to get sex, mm-hmm. then he might just do the same thing to you and that fucking sucks and yeah. it's unfair to you as well. So I think you, you leave the whole you having a crush on him Mm-hmm. on the side and and just sort of approach him honestly and be like, Hey, you know, you know, do the things we said and and just sort of give him that option of just being like, Look, if this is how you want to behave, yeah, I have no interest in hanging out with you anymore. Yeah. And if he's like, Cool, I don't need you, then be like, All right, you're lost. Yeah, it's not my fine. problem. Because I promise you he's he's not gonna find any success in this. You know no. what I mean? Like at the end of the day, he's not gonna be walking away with like one less friend, but like a harem of women who are interested in him because Nobody is interested in pickup artists. No. And hey, if he does revert and you do solve that crush, then
2: it'll be the carrot after the stick, I guess. Maybe. I don't want to refer to you as a carrot.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All
2: right. We got another long one here. Myself, 30, and the person who works across the street, 32, have been flirting on and off for weeks. I work in a flower shop, so the first time he came in while trying to make him the right bouquet, the subject of relationships came up. He said he was buying flowers for his ex and has come in since to talk and buy flowers for his apartment this time. My question, do I trust that things are over with his ex and ask him out, or am I being played, despite how hard he's flirting?
1: Is this a romantic
2: comedy pitch? I really, like, if you're trying We're to We're not fucking, Netflix here, yeah, guys. If you're workshopping your fucking Hallmark special right now... Yeah. I'm Amy Adams, and he's Patrick Dempsey.
1: <laughs> I'm in. McSexy? McDreamy? McSteamy? McSteamy? I haven't watched a single second I'm of I'm pretty sure he's McDreamy. Can anyone confirm? McDreamy. Thank you. I fucking rule. Thank you. <laughs> Suck it, Dane, you piece <laughs> of shit. Um, the only Patrick Dempsey media I've, I've ever watched is Made in Honor or Made of Honor.
2: You haven't watched fucking Grace Made in or-
1: Honor? Made in Honor. Made of Honor? Made, Made of, of honor. honor. Made in Honor makes no sense. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not a Call of Duty ripoff. It'd be fucking kick ass if it was though I, I would watch Patrick you Dempsey you go in there that. you think you're getting a fucking romantic comedy and he's just fucking he's McChutey yeah just shoots a bunch of teenagers playing video games
2: uh, back to the question fuck I forgot everything about the question <laughs>
1: Patrick Dempsey is coming into a flower shop. Amy Adams works there. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm buying it for my ex-girlfriend. And now I'm in here buying flowers for my apartment, which is a totally normal thing to do, I guess. uh, Neither of these things are normal things to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he came in to flirt with you the first time and then beefed the excuse? He just fucking... And then came in the second (laughs) time and still kind of beefed it? Because, like, (laughs) buy flowers for my ex. Why? Did he specify why? She's dead. Oh... Oh can I get a whoop if he specified? Or you can be silent. It's okay. It's very silent. No, it's silent. Fuck. Damn, I gotta Are live in this Are you dead?
1: Are you. Is it like that <laughs> Amelia Clark fucking Christmas movie? Wait, now? there's no one at that table. Um, it's been empty since 1953. <laughs> <laughs> fuck.
2: I would love to know why he bought them for his ex. Because if it was like, oh, I bought for my ex, it's her birthday, I'd be like, all right weird cuz at that I mean, point not weird you can be friends well, with your ex you can be but if i met a stranger i would be like oh i'm bu- buying these for my friend yes right I, if i met my friend who knew my ex i'd be like oh i'm buying them for her but they'd know i'm friends with her
1: if i was if i was making a move on someone the last words out of my mouth would be i'm ex, buying yes. these cool flowers for my cool ex
2: yes yes but also mine them for your apartment. There, he's either the coolest guy or the weirdest liar. Yeah, he's
1: either just like got, just killing it. You know what I mean? Like he's going in and he's buying his fucking Yeah, he's fucking apartment flowers? Oh, I wanna be this man. I was literally trying to think of a flower. Uh, I could, that's like fuchsia's. That's a color. Also a also. flower. Is there a flower? Shit. Hold on. Is there a flower called fuchsia's? Guys, you can lie. to And they to were the ones who tame. said that it was
2: McDreamy, so I, I trust them a hundred percent. Every point I gained has been
1: lost. Fuchsias? I panicked. Honestly, <laughs> it's not even a normal color. That's why I went with it. Tulips, violets. Yeah, there's that's a color. And damn, a it, I think
2: maybe yes. I was thinking the violets. Me and Matt, we have a mind meld, but from this distance, and it you went work. with the most obscure shade of you know what? Fine, purple. blue delphiniums. You can't. What? Fuck your ass. Hey, guys. Hey, Dane. Hey, guys. Hey, Dane. Hey, Dane. One, fucking thank you. Two, fuck you again so hard. Oh, I fucking love you. I was so ashamed. I looked up his favorite flower. You're saying his
1: name is Ben, but all I hear is Judas.
2: I'm hearing fucking Ben the Great. Judas,
1: you're right. Yeah, you you just silently kissed me on the cheek. He was like,
2: Niles right? but also fuck him. Wow, that was a roller coaster. Uh,
1: What the fuck is this question? Damn, it's okay. Amy Adams is buying flowers from McSteamy. McDreamy is buying flowers, and he's bad at it. I, I feel like the X thing is weird. The ex thing is weird. I think if you were... And the
2: apartment flowers is weird. So maybe it's just a really cool dude who likes his ex and buys flowers for his apartment.
1: Honestly, this could be the healthiest man alive. Yeah, right. Like, this could be the most emotionally intelligent. Like, he's not afraid to buy flowers for his apartment. He just likes nice things. Great. Love it. He's got a healthy relationship with his ex. Love it. It's, it's all green flags. Unless... <laughs> unless it's lies. Unless it's not a healthy relationship with his ex and he was trying to get her back... And then she was like, no, I fucking hate fuchsias. That's a color, not a flower. Um, and then he was like, well, the only thing that's going to cheer up my day is to go and buy some flowers, I guess. Man, I Which so is nice.
2: killed it with that flower thing. And I'm like, so oh, I'm, I'm gonna, so mad. Oh, I love it. Uh, I think there's so little to go on that would make it seem like he is still with his... Like, there's no red flags with the X yet. Apart from the fact that she's been mentioned and there are flowers, but if he were a lying boy, he
1: presumably would have lied better about the ex. Yeah, right. My here's my thing. You're in the power position here, right? You know more. About you got all him. the fuchsias. You have all the flowers, and this man can't get enough of them. Apparently, I would just like the next. Day, if he comes in again, just be like, "Oh, you buying flowers for your ex again?" right no and yes yes 100 percent make <laughs> fucking, him fucking sweat. this man make him fucking sweat be like oh are they for your ex and if he's like no and he's like oh well you know be like cool maybe buy them for me next time Ooh. right i like, think like fucking fucking take advantage of like have some initiative he seems like a chatty boy
2: right so if he came in last time and he was chatty and he comes in next time i think it's totally okay for you to be like hey you bought flowers for your ex i think that's really cool like what was the occasion and if he's like, Car oh. Car crash. Yeah, she fucking, it was for her grave. You go, yes. No, don't do that audibly inside your head. Um, but like, you could say that. And he's either gonna have to scramble for another lie or he'll tell you the truth and you can determine if that truth is weird or not. And then if the answer lines up,
1: hit him with Dane's cool line where you say, buy it for me next time. Or tell him your favorite flower and be like, you know, fuchsias. When, when you go and pick me up, Fuchsias. I would love these. Fucking crickets. What is happening? I feel like we're in a giant clock and someone is like winding us up. We're your fucking oven trying to make fucking hamburger helper. Exactly.
2: Uh, But yeah, I think you get chatting, you see if he's a very acrobatic liar or you just fucking go. Make a fucking move and see if he's
1: acrobatic in other ways. Yeah.
2: Because the thing is, it's so hard to know from here. If you get closer to him, you'll have more shit and also sex. So yeah, just do it, go for it. Also, fuck. If you get to his apartment, there's no apartment flowers. Fucking liar. That's it,
1: <laughs> That's right? It. Like if he wait, invites you
2: back, wait long enough till your apartment flowers have died. Yeah. And if you go and there aren't fresh apartment
1: flowers, that you haven't been in. He fucking lied. He did lie to you. Or he just bought them to flower you. Shit. Yeah, he has so many flowers in his garbage can he's like I got us because flowers aren't cheap like they're fairly pricey I think no they are yeah um, I found a cool place that isn't anyway that's a different thing and so it's like I feel like if this man's flirting with you and, and spending too much money on flowers just fucking shoot your shot and that's, that's my scenario for everyone. And I, I don't want to, like, if this was the flower guy asking, I'd be like, leave him alone. She's working. Yes. But you have the power because you're, you're the worker. You're the employee. Harass that man. Harass the fuck? Fl- <laughs> put your business, like, just put yourself out of business. And be like, every time I try to buy apartment flowers, this woman tries to bring me home or I'll come be, to my home to check to see if I'm actually saying, buying flowers. saying,
2: I'll be your apartment
1: flower. And also, what have we your ex, though? She keeps calling me Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> Look at it. Uh, this is another one. Uh, hypothetically, asking for a friend. You don't have to We're a safe space. You don't have to lie here. My partner wants to take a year-long break. In a few months, they think after they take this time to find themselves, they will be ready to commit to our relationship. I love them and want a future with them. I hope that I can convince them to reconsider uh, by being an amazing partner over the coming months. We have been dating for years. I don't want to throw this away. What should I do? It says a name here. I'm not going to read it. Just, you know, I I want to respect privacy. Um, But I might ask clarifying questions. Um, I will say you do your tease very strange. And there are times here where I think you're being racist. What? There's a word up there that looks slurish. But I figured it out. Don't worry, guys. We're good. I just thought it was fun because one of them, when they wrote them,
2: it looks like Ken. And I was like, yeah, Barbie themed. I also thought it was Ken.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think, look, I'm pro non-monogamy. I am pro opening relationships. I'm pro exploring the things that you need to explore to be a better partner. I do not like when people put a addendum onto that Yes. of being like, let's open up. I need and, it so I can fully appreciate And you. then maybe yes. I will be able to commit to you. And it's fine. If you're not ready to commit to someone, it also seems like they're partners. I don't know how long they've been together. I'm not sure. Um, if the question asker wants to explain if you want how long their amount of years has been together, um, that's fine. You can shout it out. Three years. Three years, okay. That's a, that's a, that's fairly, a that's long a, time. That's a substantial amount of time to be together. Um, I think that you, like, like I said, like if you need to, if you want to talk to your partner about opening up a relationship, that's cool. But I don't like the idea of being like, hey, I'm just going to fuck off for a year. We're not going to be, like, if you're opening it, that's fine. That's yes. something you guys can talk about. But taking a break implies that you guys aren't together anymore. Yes. Right? Like, you're asking to break up for a year so that you can do whatever. Mm-hmm. And then maybe come back a year later and be like, hey, I now value you or yep. want to commit to you or whatever. And that's I'm, the
2: thing. is like adding the, like, oh, then I'll value you. Then I'll be sure. Like, you're not enough, but maybe after this... This will add value to you. Yeah. That sucks. Also, it's, it's going to suck regardless, but the fact that it isn't immediate as well. If it was like, hey, I want to take a break. Is that fine? That would be one thing and it would still not be good. But to be like, I'm going to take a break from you in four months. Right? Because yeah. it's not immediate. It's in a few months. In and they're like, months, yeah. oh, can I be a good partner in the meantime? Which is a no. They've made their fucking mind.
1: That's the thing. It's like, yeah, if, if you're going to do this, have the conversation now, and like, why a few months? like, that, that's a good point I'm, that you made. Like, what I'm going to assume maybe a trip, or like they know someone's coming back yes. into town. There's a
2: reason for that, and the reason is not suspicious, good. and they're not going to be there after this time. I've done things like this. I've had people like, oh, we should go on a break so we know that we're not gonna like, you know, regret being with each other so young in two months when I go to Thailand. Yeah. And you're like, well, okay, you just wanna fuck people in Thailand. That's like, And you that's know. fine.
1: If that's what you want, be fucking honest. You yes. know what I mean? Like open that door and be like, hey, I'm going on a trip, I'm backpacking through Europe for six weeks and I would love to open up my opportunities during that time. Yeah. And if your partner's like, hey, I don't want that, then you either choose to be like, okay, cool, that's fine. I shot my shot and you know, I, I respect you and I will I I won't, you know, pursue that. Or we're gonna break up. Or that is actually something that I really want to yeah. do, and I wanted to float it past you first, but that's that's where I wanna be. And mm. you break up. And I think- on top of that, I've also been in a situation where I was dating
2: someone, but I had to move home and they didn't want to do long distance. So we had like a expiry date. Yeah. And that also fucking sucks. No, that's And this is
1: both of those things mashed together and it's all shit because like. It's like me walking up to you and being like, hey, now two weeks you're dead. (laughs) And then just walking off and it's like I could live my life. You could live your life, but it's like, you know, you know that the
2: end is coming. Well, like in two weeks, if I was like, we're not going to be friends in two weeks. Yeah, like what? Shit. Why would I? Can why I would a, I? Why would I hang out with you I next? Can I be a really good friend in the next two weeks <laughs> yeah. so he doesn't
1: cut me off? I know. It's yeah, like, he, like the the point of being with someone is to, especially as like a partner. Like if yeah. you're if you're in if you're with someone for three years, presumably it's like you want to be with them. Um, you, you want to make, like, long-term plans. Yes. And I'm not saying you have to, like, plan to be together for 20 years or whatever. But, like, the w- the reason you get with someone, the reason why you choose someone, and the reason why you, you commit to someone is because, like, you're like, hey, I like you, and I see a future for us. Yeah. And, again, it doesn't have to be a monogamous future. It doesn't have to be, you know, it could be what any, ki- any kind of future. But, like, I wouldn't call someone my partner that I wouldn't want to continue to see. Or feel like at any point in time i would be like i'm done with you right like that seems it seems crass it seems uh cold it seems it seems very calculated in a way that they are choosing themselves without any consideration to you and after three years i think you are at least owed consideration for sure
2: and i think what's really happening is they want their freedom and they want you kind of on the hook
1: because and, and that's the other thing you're
2: like, gonna be the only one on a break
1: right they're not gonna be on a break presumably they have plans yes they, they have something they want to break for yes. right and it's like what is what's the what's the terms of this break are you just supposed to fucking chill for a year and wait for them to maybe come back to mm-hmm. you because like again the whole thing is like I should be ready to commit to you like this should be what I need to do and that sucks that that idea of being like just sitting in a gray space for a year and a bit yeah, because it's happening in a few months of just being like, cool, I really hope they still like me yeah. after this year. And the thing is, you're not the one with plans.
2: So yeah. they're going to do what they're doing, but you're not going to know what to do. And I'll bet you fucking anything if for some reason after that year passes and you get back together, they're going to hold what you did on that break over you.
1: I would also love to know, uh, is the person who wants the break uh, a dude or a lady? I believe it's a lady because it's... Lady? Yeah, I mean, she's fucking more than him. <laughs> yeah, right? probably. Cuz like I I one of my favorite things is, is to watch is like dudes who think that like the pasture is greener on the other side mm-hmm. and then they and they like force their partner into a
2: like an open, open relationship, relationship and then immediately want to fucking end it. Yeah,
1: and then he's like, "Oh, I can't get laid." Yeah. And she's like, everyone wants to fuck me yeah it's easy for me yeah and then all of a sudden it's like well I don't know if this is fair maybe this is the wrong choice we get questions about this all the time Um, so yeah I, I don't think it's a good
2: idea I think if this person really wants to go and explore you know their sexuality or their singleness or whatever they need to break up and they need to break up now not in like hey I'm gonna dump you in four months that's fucking insane So if they want to, sure, that's fine. They're allowed to do that, but they need to do it now. And if they want to get back together, that's a thing they decide in a year and a half or whenever they feel ready. But your friend needs to not be thinking of that. And if for some reason in a year and a half, this guy reappears and wants to, and they also want to, sure. But the ensuing time needs to be them over that person, not waiting on them and not thinking about them. That's the thing.
1: You need to go into that break if you're you're okay with it, which I think you probably shouldn't be, in my opinion. If you go into it, you need to be like, great. No, you, there's there's no break. There can't be a break. Right. Yes. I if, don't if think you, there you can be. You break guys break up. You need to be like, great. I might not be here after that. For again. sure. Right. Like you, you need to lay that down and be, be like, and like hey, if we're gonna do this, then there is just as likely a chance of you not being ready to commit as me not wanting to be with you again. Yes. And, that's, and, and if they're cool with that, then that's a sign that you guys have run your course, break up, and maybe reconvene in a year if you want. But, you know, live your life.
2: Yeah. How much time we got on this little second set?
1: That's about Ooh,
2: it. A little, a little.
1: That's you it. want to do a quick one? Let's do one quick one. Do you got a quick one? Let me do a quick one. Uh, okay. This is
2: by Abyssal Bunny 69 420. Nice. Blaze it. How would you ask a girl out that works at Subway? I've recently been talking to a girl that works at a local Subway, and it seems like she's flirting with me, and I want to see if this could possibly work, but I
1: don't want to make it awkward. Before I can answer this question, is it Amy Adams or Patrick Dempsey who works at Subway? I think it's Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey is a sandwich artist?
2: Yes. Okay. Obviously. McSandwichy? sandwichy? No, no. mcsix um, six inch-y? Mix Make
1: <laughs> so that's where I was going to go it's always it, going to be a foot long I jump, think you right? have to go to the counter and just straight up be like look I'm here for a foot long and he's like Aw. six in- <laughs> six inches on special <laughs> I could fuck you twice <laughs> meatball marinara then oh, please it's red? it's red Dempsey I don't know that's what I get at Subway It's my hangover cure. I know. Um, Don't hit on people that work at places. Just ever, really. no, that's... Okay, that's too simplified because all people work at
2: places, generally. Yep. Don't hit them while they're... Die alone. Don't don't hit on them while they're at work.
1: Sure. (laughs) Um, Yes. Look, I can't think of a less sexy place than a subway. Wow. Right? Like, you walk in, everything smells like the sub sauce, which just smells like B.O. I don't care what anyone fucking says. Sub sauce is B.O. sauce. Fight me. Does anyone anyone know what I'm talking about? Do you think B, sub sauce smells like B.O.? I'm seeing not. I'm going to need a series of whoops. Okay, everyone who thinks sub sauce smells like B.O., please give me a whoop two okay. sad whoops <laughs> because that's what bo does to you it also was an alternate name we considered
2: for our podcast um no i think what you got to do Wait, is what two sad whoops I okay it was it was funny maybe, maybe the there was bo subsaucely. Like. yeah bo subsauce was all no i think you go in and you get a footlong and you say hey i'm just getting a foot long from my ex
1: <laughs> and then a few weeks later you go in and you'd be like hey this is for my house this is my apartment footlock. this is my apartment footlock. Foot and then they go to a sex and day advice show we say go for it yeah again it's it's so it, i can't again if i was work if i was making you a very cool italian cold cut sandwich very cool. and then i'm you know i'm layering it on and you're like yes i would like cheese and toasted um and then you were like hey do you want to go out with me I'd be like, I—I'd be very flattered. I guess I don't know. I just—all I want to know is if you want green peppers, dude. Fucking leave me alone. <laughs> I think it—the
2: ball is in their court because you don't want to harass someone at the place of work. You just gotta be a little flirty and see if they take you up. You gotta go get subways fucking every day, even on the days where they got the bad specials, because that's when they'll know. They'll be like, wait a minute. He's in here on the tuna thing we got sued for, for not being tuna? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Our
1: suspicious tuna sandwich, Dan? Yeah. You're here for that? Damn.
2: I'm, but that's that's really risky, because they're either going to be like, 100% hitting on me, they love me, I'm safe, or this guy's a fucking psychopath.
1: Yeah. There's no way I'm dating this guy. Yeah. He's eating Subway tuna. <laughs> I I mean, I'm I'm the firm believer of like, if someone is working, especially a minimum wage job, cashier... Subway artists tip them high, wink a lot, wink a lot. Just <laughs> that's it. Leave them a sixty-nine
2: dollar tip. Ooh, maybe sixty-nine cents. I don't know this economy. Yeah. Maybe like whatever your tip should be. That's good, but also sixty-nine. I'm four dollars twenty. I'm saying tip. if you want
1: to make a, a a statement, yeah, you pay fucking eighty dollars for a subway <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> that's just me. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, friends. Uh, once again, pee smoke drink
2: eat hamburger helper
1: uh this is your last chance to get those posts off for those shots i know i'm saying and also your last chance to get questions into us if you have questions like these like these we would love to answer them for you. they were good a good fucking batch so thank you
2: we'll be back we'll be back
1: We're back. It's the last of three. Aww. Aww. You guys fucking went buck wild on these questions for the last act here. Yeah. Um, you gave us a lot. We're going to try to go through them fast, because we also have to go through some Tinder profiles as yeah. well. Yeah, um, yeah. Thank you. Uh, so let's just fucking do it. Also, there are shots coming to the winning table, and we will make noise when it happens. We will make noise. And thank you for
2: those who posted or tweeted or whatever about us. Uh, It starts off, I guess. Yeah. Uh, When a woman invites you to a two-girl, one-guy threesome, what are the
1: protocols? Rules of engagement for the man. Okay. First thing I would ask are, or is, grammar, are you into each other? I think it's really, really important to know how much work you're going to be doing, because... (laughs) If you're going into a threesome and the ladies are straight, it's a lot less fun and a lot more work, mm-hmm. right? Like you you are sort of the sole proprietor of pleasure at that point in time. Sure. And
2: conversely is one of you not straight and yes. does not want me touching them or doing anything with them. Like boundaries are very essential. So like, are we all down to do everything? Are you gonna be doing stuff with each other? Am I only gonna be interacting with one of you? If so, how much? That's pretty essential.
1: Another thing, like all sexual relationships, uh, protection. How do you want to deal with that? Are are we switching condoms every time there's a new partner being you yep. like you know pleasured um are we using the same condom are we not using condoms what's the deal what's mm-hmm. the the protocol what do you want to follow that would be top of my list those two are the most important in my opinion at that point in time i think you, it's important to know the relationship between the two yep. women or the, the are man they dating? And the woman. are they friends yes um because i think knowing that boundary if i knew like if i was getting into a threesome and i knew that they were a bi couple Mm -hmm. i would be a lot more on my my game and a lot more alert of checking with the other person to see how they were feeling during the act yeah right because i would i would like to like check in and be like are you getting weird right now yeah, because if you're getting weird right now, I would probably sort of like take a back seat and let you sort of like swoop mm-hmm. in and jump in and, and control the action for a bit. The crickets agree. They always do.
2: Uh, and on top of that, it's like if they are dating and like you're the third coming in and you're you know cool, maybe be like, hey, how about we establish a safe word so that if somebody is getting uncomfortable, we all know it. So yeah. it's not just a between you two thing. I would like to be behind
1: the curtain and helping out if possible. Yeah. Know, know your role in the, the situation. Are you just sort of like a a dick to You're just the to dick. be substituted in? Is that is that where you want to be? Or are you the centerpiece? Yeah. I think yeah. that's a, an important question to ask. For sure. I think, uh, yeah. And on top of that, I would just like
2: meet before you get down to the deed. Go have, out for a drink yeah. beforehand. Chat. Maybe have a coffee a few days prior. You know, don't just go into it like raw. And I mean that socially. Um You know, have a chat. Get to know them.
1: You might not jive. I think there needs to be a moment of sort of like outside of the bedroom connection to see if it it happens. Because if you go in and like, especially if you don't know the third lady. Yes. If you get in there, you're like, I'm not attracted to you at all. Mm -hmm. That would suck. So I think you do need to have like a a sit down, whether it's a casual couple of drinks beforehand or Mm -hmm. whatever. You do need to sort of parse that situation out for sure. Yeah. I'm seeing someone who doesn't have an income source, and he's not making much of an effort. Jeez, guys. Yikes. In this economy? (laughs) I'm just impressed. Not making much of an effort to change that. Do I continue to take care of everything or move on? (laughs) We get a lot of no's
2: and move (laughs) on in the audience. It's really hard to not agree with them. I guess the point would be, one, how are they surviving in this economy? Where are they living? Redu- like,
1: even a long ghost trip these days is fucking rough. Like you know I, what I mean? I do quite well. I'm, like, very comfortable. And even then, I have to sort of be like, oh, it's almost the end of the month for rent. Yeah. If I didn't have money coming in. Ah, just friggin- So, is he
2: just secret balling? In which case, don't cover anything. Yeah. Do you want to just hook up every
1: now and then? If so, what are you paying for? I would also love to know, like, are you living together and yes. you're paying all the rent? Because if that's the case, I would be – my my leash would be a lot shorter if, like, we were sharing amenities, right? Like, if I was paying for all the rent and yes. paying for all the groceries, yes. if it's, like, oh, we meet up every, couple, every now and then and, like, we grab a couple drinks, I cover the bill, and then mm-hmm. we go home and fuck. If it's good sex, then fuck it, whatever. Yeah, but you could also tr- – Transition to fucking cheap shit.
2: You can legally drink a Bellwoods now. Have a beer there, then go fuck. Not <laughs> yes. in the park. Uh, or in the park. Not under that tree that kills people, though. What? Did you not hear about the devil tree? No. So, a branch fell on someone and killed them in Bellwoods a few days ago. Idiots. Very sad. Not No, the tree's killed before. He
1: thirsts for
2: blood. The tree has killed now, I believe, twice in a couple of years.
1: Now, do we think it's a tree or do we think it's that white squirrel? Oh, I don't are. know. I
2: think it's the tree because it's a devil tree. Uh, so yeah, don't fuck under the devil tree unless you like excitement. Uh, yeah, like if it's a fling, transition to free dates. If it's someone you're with, like a partner, talk to them about like what they want to do and why they don't have an income source. You know what I mean? Like you, if you're living together and you're like long term dating and you can't have this chat, that's a whole other
1: fucking issue. If you can have this chat, have it. And you're very capable of living with one income source. So kick their ass out. Yes, exactly.
2: Um, But like if, you know, sometimes it's tough. And if they have plans, it's just not working out for them. You could be supportive and it can be cool. But, you know, they need to have plans that are realistic and that they're actually acting on. You know, they can't just like, oh, no, no, I'm going to do this thing. And that thing is either like, I'm going to go talk to fucking I'm a DJ. Down the road and get a job so I can be hit on, and then they don't. Or, yeah, I'm going to be a DJ any day now.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, you you know. You know. You know whether whether or not to call quits. Okay, what the fuck does this say? Oh, here, let me read this. I got this translated. Okay,
2: well, let's fucking swap. Yeah. I'll take this one. Okay.
1: Um, this is a, a two-part question. They're not related. There's just two questions here. Have you ever had sex with a sling-on? I feel like, hey, hey, don't look around the room, y'all, because I feel like it could be very obvious where this came
2: Oh, like as in like your arms in the sling? Yes. Oh, I've had sex with someone whose arm was in the sling. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of scary because like every now and then you'd want to like flip someone over or like do something. And it's like, even if you got a little rough, they're like, ah, and you're like, oh, fuck. So be gentle. Be gentle. Be in a position where they don't need to either use that arm to like prop themselves up or that you're going to land on it or
1: something. I don't know. Be careful of the fucking arm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's... On both the, sides. That's like... very... You need to sort of establish sort of like, hey, like, let me know if anything feels uncomfortable and we'll stop right away. Mm. I think doggy's out, right? Yeah, definitely out. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you all need your arms for that. The cat's out of the bag where this one came from, y'all. <laughs> and I love the confidence. What's the next one? <laughs> um, the next one is, when a guy can't get it up, what should a girl do? Be cool. Be cool about it. Be cool. It's fine. It'd be
2: nice if you could, you know, just be cool to them. As cool as you can be. I don't know. It's not their fault. You know Ice I mean? cold. <laughs> is that it? All right. All right. All right. All right. All
1: right. Um, <laughs> that's how you know we you've been podcasting too long together.
2: Yeah, yeah. If only we had those shots, we could have done them for that. Uh, <laughs> like, it, it's an embarrassing thing to happen. And it's generally not their fault. You know what I mean? If it's like someone who's always so fucking drunk they can't get it up, that's not a getting it up issue. It's a drinking issue. You yeah. know what I mean? If they're not getting it up for any other reason, it could be anything. It could be tiredness. It could be whatever. It's be the Stress, same. It's like, heat, what if a girl's nerves. not that wet? It's like, be cool. Yeah, relax. Like, like, just take it easy. Be fucking chill. Like and There's it, a lot of things. That Come on. That, it, it happens. It happens. hey if you don't have that problem that's fucking wonderful you know what I mean but a lot of women do have that problem it can be medical it can be psychological it could be Ben Shapiro's wife it could be a lot of things so you just gotta be chill you know what I mean I think that's about it really and again if there is an extenuating circumstance like say a porn addiction like we talked about earlier maybe recommend therapy if it's alcohol related Maybe be like, hey, next time we hang out, let's not get fucked up, you know? But, like, you being supportive is always going to be the best course of action in resolving that. Because if you're not, the brain's going to be so fucked up next time you're in that situation that that might be the issue making him not get it up,
1: you know? And penetrative sex isn't the only means of pleasure. For sure. Right? There are—you have fingers, you have mouth, you have— You have have tongue. You have toys, You have tongue. You have butt. You have a lot of stuff. You have a lot of things that you can do at your disposal that doesn't require a penis to achieve sexual pleasure in a heteronormative couple. Yeah.
2: And if your partner is utterly unwilling to do those things, again, it's not the fault of him getting up. It's a different issue. Yeah. Uh, Techniques of eating pussy. Perfect segue. Yeah. Can't get it up.
1: Damn. Let's go. Did you guys fucking
2: plan this? Did you plan that
1: one? You guys one-two punch us? Um... Eating pussy, oh, they love it. Is people can't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. Um, eating pussy is 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 uh, great. Um, there are there are things that you need to think about when you're performing oral sex on a woman, and it is uh, the clitoris. Wait, what? That's a myth. It doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Next, um, the next thing you you need to think about is the clitoris. Female pleasure also doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, the clitoral hood, and also. Uh, internal stimulation those are all things that are are take place and and are sometimes required for uh, good oral sex Going right to the clit sometimes is too much. Sometimes people are too sensitive Sometimes you need to sort of massage the labia with your tongue circumvent the the whole sort of situation before you get into it
2: I think going slow at least to begin with is a very good technique because people like to either go straight for the goods and overdo it way too quick tire themselves out or just Think that they need to motorboat it to motherfucking hell yeah and then their tongue gets sore and they give up and they're like you haven't come yet it's been 12 seconds Dave. yeah
1: <laughs> it's like when people like try to use like their finger and they're just like i'm gonna dj the shit out yeah. of this clit
2: yeah so it's more of a <laughs> marathon a, that's than not a good enough for you so find a pace you're comfortable at that you can go find a rhythm and don't change that rhythm, especially when they say, Hey, that's really good, keep doing that yeah. and your brain wants to be
1: like, change it. And you're like, yeah. No. That's Why the would thing you is do like, that? There's a there's a there's an impulse that we have as men where we feel you getting close and we can feel you breathing mm-hmm. heavier, we can feel you moaning louder. Change it up. And I'm we're like, I'm just gonna go as hard as I fucking yeah. can right yeah. now for no reason. Yeah. Um, and, and it's it's you it takes all of your fucking willpower, gentlemen. And I understand that Find you just your rhythm, need to fucking chill,
2: play within them,
1: keep doing it, keep doing what you're doing. It'll be fine.
2: Yeah. And um,
1: mix also, it up
2: too, like put fingers in there while your tongue's going ham. You have two, unless they don't want,
1: that. unless they don't want it. That's which fine is too. fine.
2: Everyone's different.
1: Everyone is allowed to like what they like. You also have sort of like two distinct functions of tongue: pointed, flexed. And or not flex the flexed. lollipop tongue The lollipop tongue yeah. And they both serve purposes In which you can derive pleasure from mm-hmm. So figure out what works Talk with your partner Ladies, communicate with your partner yes. Let them know when things are working Let them know when things aren't working If you want it faster If you want it faster or harder Or, you know Softer Softer Lollipop tongue Lollipop tongue Also, tongue. you can go up and down
2: You can go left to right You can do circles Fucking utilize them.
1: Okay, so here we go. We got an exact. Here's a question for you. I there's a lot of time people talk about, and I'm pretty sure it's from the American Pie movie in which you spell the alphabet. Mm. Is that cool? I don't. Does think that feel good? Because I feel like most letters completely miss the click. <laughs> like a C, unless you've got a very small tongue. Yeah. I, maybe I'm doing letters too big.
2: No, I feel like that's also the opposite of the rhythm question where it's like every shape is so fucking different. It's like he got the clip. Oh he missed it. Oh he, he clipped it. Oh he's on it. like no. I don't think anyone likes that.
1: Like Do you M's. love the alphabet? Is the alphabet approach great for Does you? Does anyone guys? like the alphabet? Is anyone yeah, cool with no, it? No. no one's... A lot of shrugging happening out there.
2: Yeah, I didn't I didn't think so. And I'm glad like Fuchsia's to be proven so right once again.
1: Next so, time I go down on someone, I'm going to write them a secret letter. And it says fuchsia. Um, <laughs> also,
2: right. a little sucking on the clip will draw a little bit more blood to it. That's Not nothing. much. Don't just do that. Don't do it too hard. Be careful of teeth. There we go.
1: Finger or hand on the pubis. A little pressure up. Helps reveal the clitoral hood or, like, pull the clitoral hood back. Reveals the clitoris. You're in, you're in pleasure town, baby. Yeah, and when
2: it gets really sloppy, you do need to have a hand out of the moisture zone to, to do that. Anyway.
1: We could talk about this all day, y'all. All right, go. I believe that was my one. Oh. This is four parts? How do you find a man not on a dating app? Uh, in this bar right now, uh,
2: fucking other bars, fucking hobbies. There we go. We did Literally it. Literally walk onto the subway, street. Go forest. to the Eaton Center. I'm sure there's a guy outside
1: Forever 21 lying for wait. Yeah. There's
2: nine guys behind a bush fucking talking about, like, I don't know, day game. You got him.
1: Yeah. Just say something like, I agree with Andrew Tate. I fucking love The Godfather. (laughs) I've never seen The Godfather. I thought Barbie was a little heavy-handed. It's like fucking 19 (laughs) dudes coming out of a bush. Uh, Is it weird for a woman to go to a happy hour by herself? Will she get hit on more if she's alone? No, and then yes. Maybe, yeah, I don't no, know. and then maybe it depends. Go to all the happy hours
2: you want; you'll probably get hit on anyway. You've seen Toronto, man.
1: But here's the thing: if you don't want to go to a happy hour, don't go to one. Yeah. If you're going there to get hit on, you're gonna sit there and be fucking weird. It's like when the person is too high or drunk, and they're trying not to be high or drunk. So you think you're sitting there being sexy, sipping your martini, but really you're just like,
2: yeah. <laughs> if you're going to a happy That's hour weird. to be hit on. It's probably gonna come through. It's <laughs> and then only the weirdest or most desperate people will be like, Yes.
1: Because you know how you open the door to get hit on is you go and you have your drink and you like start a conversation with like either the bartender or someone near you, and like despite the fact that like you might not be like flirting with those people, that conversation opens up for the dude who's sitting next to you. If you're talking about I don't know, how you like Missy Elliott because that's what's on my laptop right now. And the dude beside you is like, yeah, I love Get Your Freak On because that's the song that's on my Spotify right now. <laughs> um, you, you open the door. But if you just sit there by yourself with like on your phone scrolling, you're probably not going to see a whole lot of return on that. And I, yeah,
2: because the person who's going to interrupt that probably sucks.
1: Yeah. That's the guy who's going to tell you to take your headphones out yeah. so you can be like, what so are you, you reading? Can, so you can smile more and then talk to him. Yeah. You're prettier when you smile. If that's what you want Then go to every happy hour And you'll live it up The crickets love it uh, Is it a turn For a woman who makes The first move What slash how forward Should she be So we talked about this The other day Yeah I think last episode it's not. It's. I love when a woman makes the first move. I Every, love an assertive woman.
2: Everybody loves when the woman makes the first move.
1: However, however, you gotta be chill, ladies. Chill the fuck out.
2: Like I feel like a lot of times you're like you've never hit on anyone before because yeah. you never had to. You've never. So had you to you came in like a fucking wrecking ball. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of this is. I mean, I've this is never a, been hit so hard before. We
1: love. That's all. The I only wanted I know. to break your walls? All you ever did was break a ache me. Um, I love watching women hit on people because it's like that scene where Bambi is walking on the ice because a lot of the times it is, it's so uncomfortable because it's so intense. Like women who, women who want to like pick up that night Mm -hmm. will go and just be like, hey, you want to fuck? Yeah. And you know who says that? Russian bots on Twitter, uh, on like Tinder. Yeah, for sure. Like that's, that's, that's what you sound like. You sound like AI. And the worst man. And yes. It's kind
2: of like that scene in Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball. When the wrecking ball comes through the wall. Because it's just, there's no tact. There's no, there's not even like a second's hesitation. It's just like, you want to fuck?
1: And then and you like, lick a sledgehammer.
2: And the guy is like, yes, but what's the catch? Yeah.
1: And they're scared. How many people do
2: you have in your apartment yeah. waiting to
1: fucking harvest my organs?
2: yeah so have a chat be chill like make sure you want to fuck the person you want to fuck but like think of how you would want a guy to come on to you and do it that way yeah because often again no shade to anyone in this room I don't know how you hit on people a lot of times when women do hit on people it's literally just the sledgehammer approach and yeah. it's what they would tell guys to not do
1: less is more
2: I you know what I heard that from a really good cooking show called Wizard Sauce
1: Less is more. <laughs> uh, one? one more on this bad boy. Uh, when should the woman back off and let the man lead? The doble.
2: Yeah, the pasodoble for sure. If he's not swirling that cape, you're doing a bad job. Um, like I don't know. If it's going well and you're leading,
1: it's fuck a give it. and take. Like, it's a yeah. give and take. Everything in relationships is a compromise and a a give and take if it's going well and you're sort of like leading the charge and lead, you're enjoying it and you're enjoying who fucking it
2: cares do it. If you're leading everything and he's not then yeah. And you're not enjoying it. Yeah, That's probably a time where you need to either like have a talk about it, which actually, yeah, it's the time you talk about it. Yeah. If you're like, Hey, I fucking pay for everything or Hey, I instigate every date or Hey, I instigate sex all the time. That's a conversation, but like it shouldn't be this passive. Like, well, your turn now unless it's early days in which case you're always putting in there can be a time to back off and see if they fill the void yeah but like if you're happy you're good if you're not either have a chat or see what happens and that's that's the time it goes back
1: to don't play into the like stereotypical gender roles of you know the fucking 50s where like oh if a woman asks me out she's a whore yeah it's it's so fucking tired. Like, and if and if any dude feels that way, never talk to him again. Ever. If if you want to ask someone out, ask them out. Yes. And if they get weirded out by that or think you're less of a person, That's or sick because you know they suck you've, shit, you've speed run that uh, yeah. like that encounter and that relationship of being like, hey, okay, s- cool. You don't value women autonomy. Nice. I yeah. know I never have to talk to you yeah. again.
2: You're that insecure? Great. You're going to fucking suck as a partner anyway. I've All got right.
1: one I've got one more. I got one more. Perfect. I have
2: a friend. She's gone on four dates with a demisexual. But on their second date, they went to second base. Fast forward to date 3, sex twice. Fourth date, nothing. Now she feels a little predatorial.
1: Huh? <laughs> um Demisexual, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, if anyone knows the true definition, I think now going to look it up right now, but I believe demisexual is just sort of like, (laughs) uh, it's definitely a sexual orientation. People who identify as demisexual only feel sexual attraction to someone after they've formed a strong emotional bond with them. Uh, That's just off the top of my head. I just feel
2: like compared to the general population, most people who are demisexual rarely feel sexual attraction and some have little to no interest in sexual activity. Interesting. Yeah,
1: that's just off. You know, just off my dome. Just spitball. over there. Um, okay, interesting. So, can you run me through the 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 sex steps that they've had?
2: Second date, second base. Third date, sex twice. Fourth date, nothing.
1: I don't think you're predatory at all. Why would you going on a date doesn't mean you have to have sex with someone, and no. you could go on a one hundredth date and only do second base stuff if. That's all you're willing to do. You don't owe someone sex after. Like, there isn't mm-hmm. a, a date count of being like, well, we've gone on X amount of dates. Guess we got to fuck. That's mm-hmm. not how it works. It's not a it's not a vending machine of sex where you put yeah. in time and money. it's not like money. once you've had sex, it's like, well, I
2: got to have sex every time now. Sometimes so like,
1: it's nice if you, you know, to just not have sex with sometimes. Or I, would someone. Ju-
2: I would just love to know what happened day four. Where were they? How did it end? You know what I mean? Like were you out somewhere and they had to dip? Maybe you did something and he was fucking sweaty and weird. I don't know. Like maybe he just didn't feel it, which is fine. Men are allowed not want to have sex.
1: Do we know it's a dude?
2: Uh she, well, we don't, but she's gone on a date with someone, I assume. That was heteronormative. You're yeah. right. Is the guy? You can whoop if it is a guy, the partner. It's okay. it a girl? That's fine. That's you fine. can
1: whoop if it's a girl. You don't or you can no whoop. That's you fine. You don't have to whoop.
2: Uh, Either way. Either way, it doesn't matter. Women are also allowed not want to have sex.
1: If you don't want to have sex on a date, you don't have to have sex on a date. That's fine.
2: Yeah, I don't see where the predatory feelings come from because there was a progression. And it's like, just because it didn't happen day four,
1: that's Who fine. Who knows what's going to happen on day five? Yeah. Maybe anal. <laughs> Maybe. Not that that's a progression oh, of things. Fuck, this can...
2: is a puzzle. So... We have to figure yeah. out if it's... How
1: s- fast were they going on date two? First
2: date's nothing. Second date is second base. Uh-huh. But then sex twice, date three, nothing date four. That means anal three times date five.
1: Yeah. Date six, first base? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah, being you're multiplied right. it's, by yeah, yeah. the past sex of the Is this the last an escape day? room? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's I, fine. Like, Unless like,
2: there's another
1: reason they feel...
2: Predatorial or a predatory?
1: I like unless use. that person was f- trying to force them into having sex when they didn't want to have mm-hmm. sex, predatory. If they just you know you had a date and they said, yeah, I'm gonna go home. Mm-hmm. Thanks for a lovely night. Also,
2: like day four, maybe they were like, you know what, something happened. I maybe they were mean to wait staff and they were like, I don't like this fucker anymore. I don't know. A maybe lot of had things a can dairy happen. Dairy heavy
1: meal and it wasn't agreeing with.
2: Maybe you. they had a dairy heavy meal. We had someone bail on the show tonight because they had to poop so bad. So it happens. It happens. I'm sorry right, for calling one. you out, but I didn't name you, so it's okay. Uh, a
1: cute bartender was obviously, thank you, uh, flirting with me. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I thought he was just doing it for tips, but my friend said that she didn't get that didn't get hit on, so it was specifically targeted to me. So I wrote my name and number on a receipt and gave it to a different bartender to give it to the one that hit on me. But he never messaged me or called. Thoughts? Uh, it's
2: massively likely that that never made it to them. There's a lot of wet surfaces in bars,
1: right? Also, like you hey, put something if you down. You give me gone. something when I'm bartending. now gave gone. me. Someone drew a very nice picture. Oh Jesus, Jesus fucking Christ! We're going crazy up here. Someone drew a very nice picture of us. I don't know if you can see that. It's like probably not, top. but it's fucking. Either powerful. way, it's a it's a cool picture of us. And Niall gave it to me, and immediately I was like, "You didn't give that to me."
2: Yeah, he fucking gaslit me and lost it in his own pocket. I guess. No, it was on the table. And on the table. All right. Things get lost. People are busy. You're in a bar. You've got like a thousand things in your fucking brain to do. Things are wet. Again, you better. That it, bartender could hate the other bartender and be like, for fuck sure. this
1: dude. Or ben.
2: it might have gotten to the bartender and he didn't know whose receipt it was or whose number. Maybe he was like, wait, which one was it? He was like, oh, no C5. Which either could not have been your seat, could have been somebody else, or the guy doesn't know his seats, which is pretty much everybody. Yeah. So. He might have thought it was someone else, it might never have gotten to him. Either way, fuck it. Who cares? He could have washed work out. his
1: jeans the like the next day. Like maybe, the thing, maybe is maybe you looked
2: like a bad tipper and he only flirted with you.
1: We've done this show long enough, and I've gone on enough like forums and Reddit posts and shit where people are like i lost a number and i fucked up so bad what do i do misconnect have you checked misconnections Misconnections on craigslist does that still exist
2: i flirted really hard with this girl even though i knew she would tip i didn't flirt with her friends she never gave me her number i don't know
1: yeah i it it sucks and i i'm sorry for it well i mean firstly fucking hell yeah for giving that number yeah that's That's ballsy i love it and that's
2: Oh, Ooh. sorry,
1: TLC. Hey, you... no, keep it going, hey, this TLC. Is please, please. <laughs> it's our special guest, TLC. Now's, now's not the time. The crickets are evolving. They've learned the Tender, songs of our people. crickets. Um, yeah, any number of things gonna happen. I wouldn't feel bad. You shot your shot, and maybe he just wasn't into you. That sucks, but is a a, a possible scenario. Yep. Otherwise. I think you like, know, that's the thing. Worst case, he wasn't that into you, which is fine.
2: Best case, that fucking idiot lost it. Everything
1: in between is kind of just meh. Anything could have happened, but don't let this discourage you from shooting your shot. Maybe
2: he was flirting with you, but he has a partner and he just wanted them tips. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like maybe he's just that kind of guy. Because let me tell you, I will flirt with anyone and everything. Always for tips no (laughs) just because um so who knows okay we're gonna start to wrap things
2: up which means we have two more segments one of which is tinder profile reviews and one of which is gonna be bad sex writing the tinder profile reviews i'm gonna read something out i'm gonna need a whoop if it's good or a boo if it's bad right uh we're going to start off with something a little new because someone didn't really understand what I asked for and she sent me responses to her Hinge. But it still works. So you're going to whoop if you would appreciate this response to one of your pictures on Hinge. Uh, we're going to start with this one. And this man says, What a beautiful and sexy lady. Heart eyes emoji. Compliments. My name is Gianni, a.k.a. Joe experienced, incredibly passionate Italian stallion for you, smiley face.
1: Whoa, hold on, hold on. You're missing the best part of this is the fact that he has put all of what Niall just read in quotes and then attributed it to... Himself. Joe. Yeah. So not only did he
2: send this message, this is a quote? He quoted himself. Also, the second smiley face isn't an emoji, it's him doing it like he used to do back in the fucking... Back in the days. Yeah. Oh, poor Italian Stallion Joe. All right. But that's just one of three that she sent me. So the next one is uh, a man. His picture Jesus is him in a, in a boat.
1: Uh, and he says, I, I, look, I, I don't know what this man's situation is. But if you're driving a boat and you look like that, he literally looks like his eyes are closed. And you do need to look when you drive a he's, boat. That's he's more not like, paying attention. Let me just tell you that much. He says,
2: let's explore together. Learn about each other and why cheese is so fucking good. Flirting and kisses.
1: Sing loud. Laugh hard. Come harder, Mac. Okay, so maybe maybe Joe didn't. Maybe Joe didn't quote himself. I didn't realize that was just. <laughs> Wait, sorry, was
2: that booze or whoops? I didn't. It was it was booze. You don't want to learn why cheese is good and come harder with Mac. Mac and cheese, no, Mac and she, yeah. Maybe that was the joke he was going for, but I doubt it. And then this is the last one, by Alex. You look like what I imagined Harry Potter's mom looked like. <laughs> <laughs> now this girl is in her early 20s, just, I don't know if that matters. <laughs> nothing Was nothing that like, whoops
1: or booze? <laughs> <laughs> we, a lot of confused people out there. I like you the idea what? of being like, hey girl. You definitely look dead. <laughs> if I was you look Voldemort, like Voldemort, fucked you up, I would fucking wreck your shit, you idiot, and scar your baby. You look like Aragorn's mom.
2: I'd like that. Although she'd be like 150. Anyway, uh <laughs> Now, this is an audience submitted Tinder profile, which is the next part of our segment. Uh they're going to be called Agent Bugle for this. Uh <laughs> God, I wonder where that one comes from. Uh, who knows? Uh, they do have a just glorious picture of it's them.
1: quite possibly the best picture I've ever seen in my life.
2: You know that picture of Vladimir Putin on a horse? It's that, but it's this man. He's muscled. He's looking well. He's on a snowy field. He's on a horse. He's not wearing a top. He is wearing jeans. We don't usually talk about the pictures, but it, it got to be talked it about. It is
1: incredibly important that we do.
2: And his profile says, can perform an excellent cartwheel. Hardcore New Girl fan. Looking to get big spooned. Last picture is the only photo my cock you'll see, hoping to rule the high seas. And I will say, the cock in question is the bird. It is his
1: penis. It is. I hope just... it's not, because it has a
2: beak. Uh, it's wearing a hat. It's a bird. I don't know if you own this bird or if it's a funny joke, but it's funnier if you do own the bird. I would like a whoop if you own the bird. Oh I love it so you could say it's Cockburn Cockburn I love it okay uh, can I get whoops or booze tentative whooping and a medium that's pretty good that's pretty
1: good because you can't see this horse photo and I dare yeah. say you'd change your mind cause I'm, I'm telling you right now if you saw this horse photo you would say yes whoop. I'm about to say yes
2: I can't I can't do that we have we're like <laughs> lawyers it's the thing where they yeah. can't Client privilege. Yeah. Uh I we've... have I have one more. Okay.
1: Um this is this was an audience submitted uh, Tinder profile where we're gonna rate, I guess, is what the plan well, is. Oh, here. sorry, we never read this one. Um I love New Girl. Yep. I like the jokes. Yep. I love the horse. Uh-huh. I'm mean, gonna like a solid nine. I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. And usually I don't I don't rate based on photos, but I don't have any choice. <laughs> I I'm a man changed. Uh this is I'm not gonna I will say this is Agent Red Top. Uh, This is their Tinder profile. I love concerts, old fashions, ranting about podcasts, trying new hobbies to see what sticks, and the cow at Riverdale Farm. (laughs) Take me to see your favorite band so I know it's real.
2: Riverdale Farm, an actual place in Toronto? Yes. Fuck yeah, I love it. What's the... Oh no, don't yell the cow's name. Uh, I enjoy... Obviously, old fashions. Concerts is vague. Ranting about podcasts. I hope you're ranting about us in a good here's way. Here's the thing. After here's this. the thing.
1: I'm going to tell you right now.
2: Fucking crickets have it. Wait, what did they you, say?
1: If you want me to rate this, I will rate this a 10 right now if you promise to rant about. Us in a good way. In a good way. In a good way. If you promise to if you promise to rant about us in a good way, this is a ten, and I don't have to think about anything else.
2: You know what? Damn, yeah, I'll sell out right now.
1: We'll sell out on stage right now. now, There's a camera filming us. We'll sell out on fucking film. I'll any day. Just I I don't want to sell you. I
2: still got to go for it. Cow and Riverdale Farms. A really cute touch. I love it. Honestly, that's
1: for me. The the profile is. It's serviceable. Yeah, it's there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's a good profile. the The fact that you, you love the Cow Riverdale it's Farm, the best. it's the It's so good. fucking sells it because I've never seen anyone talk about anything like that before, and it's so fucking adorable. The good thing about
2: bios is like specificity. So like, you say I love concerts, I find that a little too impersonal. Tell me your favorite band. You know what I mean. Tell me your favorite venue. Like that's the details that like catch people. But. The cow. Then you the, yeah, cow the cow saves it. The cow fucking... I want to meet this cow.
1: There's a donkey at the X that I would probably kill for. That's just a little Take bit about me. me. Thank Take you. Me to see this donkey. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, I'm going to give this a nine. I'm going to give it an eight. Hell yeah.
2: No, I will say it's very funny because they oh. also did send a screenshot of a response to, that they get, which is, can I cream pie you? And I would love to... I, I went like... When they said they were sending in their profile, they said they got responses like this and I said, I would love to see your profile to see if there was something in it that, you know, prompted something
1: like this. I mean, cows, dairy, cows technically make cream. Yeah, exactly. So, you sl- Now, here's man, let me tell you right now, the there's the the sort of like renaissance painting style things that are happening in the screenshot of this man's message because at the top right Tinder is prompting them to to unmatch unmatch or or report this man. Thanks, Tinder. But then, Tinder, at the same time, is also offering you a pre-selected response, which is, Hi, how's it going, Colin? You know what?
2: There are two wolves inside you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One wants to unmatch Colin and block him. One's saying... (laughs) Ha! <laughs> and it's high with multiple eyes. It's so many eyes, it's Tinder. It's such a slutty high. It's a slutty high. That's basically saying, yes, cream pie me, yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's a pretty good profile. You want some randos from the wild, or are we just going straight to bad sex right I
1: think now? we're going right to... Okay, someone just wooed for randos. Oh, we'll do one. We'll do one rando. Okay, hold on. This document that you're scrolling through <laughs> right now is
2: hell. I got like six. Someone yell out a number. Seven.
1: Four it is. Fucking Judas table over there.
2: I do have a seven, but I wasn't sure if people wanted to, to hear that. This is a hinge prompt that Dane's loving. Uh, I'm I going to need a boop or a, or a boo on this. I'm convinced that is the prompt. Men shouldn't use umbrellas.
1: I'm going to tell, tell you right now, if you haven't seen Tom Holland perform Umbrella oh. by Rihanna, hey, this person, this prompt can go right to fucking hell. If
2: you had three quilts and made me watch that, I would fuck them up. There's, there is
1: no amount of quilts that I wouldn't soak myself through. If you
2: stood on the other side of three quilts, you'd need an umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, you have all been fucking amazing. We love you. Thank you for coming. Thanks for the questions. Feel free to listen. We do this every fucking Monday and occasionally live as well yes, and we, on Patreon, etc.
1: We are called Fuck Buddies. We are you called Fuck Buddies. You can find us on pretty much any uh, podcasting platform. There's business cards on all your tables. Um, we will be at Fan Expo if you're there as if well. If you're at Fan Expo, hi. we will be there as well. Uh, and
2: we end the show with some bad sex writing. And do I thank Josh Eagle? I'll yeah. thank Josh Eagle. Thank you, Josh Eagle, and the Harvesties for their song "Paper Stars," which is our theme song. Uh, I thought when I read this that it was a joke, and I delved into this person's profile it never is. for a while, and it's horrifying. So just know that when I read this out, it is not a joke. It is not tongue in cheek. This is a tweet somebody tweeted out to the public. They have a blue tick, so that makes sense. Uh, this is Megha, and she says. There's a trend, and I think I've only seen it in the last five to six years, of grown men crying when they see their bride walking down the aisle. I gotta say, it's extremely gay. Men shouldn't cry at such things. It should be reserved for extreme moments of pain,
1: for example, death. (laughs) The only time men should be allowed to cry, while dying. Can I get a boop or a (laughs) boo? Thank you very much. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niles Spain, And we have been your fuck buddies.